Hey everybody, this is our last week off before our mini-season with Jeff Stormer playing Greg's new game, The Mystery Business, uh, starts next week. You're gonna love that. It was a blast. But in the meantime, here is an episode of Very Random Podcasting. It's the most frequent Patreon bonus that we do. It's a lot of fun. We just talk about, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, I think you'll like it, though. Here's the up. Not every podcast idea is destined for its own feed. These are our stories. Welcome to Very Random Podcasting, a show where we take random topics like burping, cats, books, and other weirder stuff turn them into a podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Wheels. And I'm Greg. And you're our patrons. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Logan's on a ship. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. He's on a D&D cruise. Yeah, they don't have they don't have internet and water. Yeah. Uh, we're showing telling today. I've got my thing. Should I start? Yeah, yeah start. It. Have y'all heard of Umi Neko? It's I don't know. I think both of those words are words I know, but I don't know if I know them <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, I know the Surprise! Words. It's one word. Apparently, the word is a Japanese word that means uh, seagull. Ah. Apparently, it's. I've been told that it's because sea, be, seagulls kind of sound like cats, me, like meowing. So that's mm. why neko oh. is also the word for cat. I don't know if that's actually why they're called that. <laughs> Someone did tell me that. I'm Googling and trying to figure it out, but who could say? The important thing, uh, the full title is, um, well, translated, the title is When the Seagulls Cry. But in the West, it's uh, umineko being the word for seagull. So in the in the West, it's usually called either umineko or umineko when they cry, um, which is a weird way to translate it the uh -huh. title when it's just when the seagulls cry. But anyway, it's a visual novel and Carly and I have been reading it virtually every night for months. <laughs> like since the spring, basically. And it's like nearly the winter and we're not done yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're in episode six of eight. But the fact that we've gotten this far uh, probably tells you that uh, we really, really like it. Yeah. Um, it's a murder mystery um, where uh, a very wealthy family is brought to an island once a year to do their family business conference. Uh, the island that their grandfather, the benefactor, like the, the patriarch of the family, the island that he owns, everyone has to come to it once a year for the, uh, you know, the family meeting. Um, and then they all die and it's a mystery of, you know, what happened? Did, did someone else kill them or did they, you know, did they all, did a fight break out and they killed each other? Like, you don't know. So you're, you end up following, um, one of the family members who hasn't, who arrived that day, who hadn't been at the family conferences in a while, Battler, uh, which is a stupid name for a character, but that's his <laughs> name, um, <laughs> He so he's he like hasn't been to the family conference in uh quite a long time so he's like because he's had like a he had a falling out with his father and has only recently kind of reconnected and so that's kind of the audience is in because this character hasn't hasn't been there in six years so he's kind of the audience is in and like learning the situation before the first night when start when uh shit starts to really go bad and people start dying left and right the key thing 
that the novel does is that it the the uh, the main character keeps seeing all of these murders and everyone is like and they seem impossible like they all take place in locked rooms uh it's like they're all like locked room murder mysteries and everyone seeing it like when they see the people die in these like seemingly impossible ways they blame it on the witch of the forest that is supposed to exist on the island and the main character is like that's pretty fucking convenient that anytime <laughs> something weird happens you just got some uh some witch that i've never seen that you can blame everything on and so like a lot of the novel ends up being um a it's it's a series of all of because the, the murders don't all happen at once right so it's a series of all of these murders where the circumstances seem like it would be impossible for a human to do but they're there's always got to be some human answer because magic isn't real, or at least that's the assumption of the protagonist. Uh, whereas, like all of the other characters, kind of want to believe the magic because at the, the end, at the end of the day, it's easier to believe that a witch is killing off the family than to believe that one of the family members is a murderer. Yeah. Um, and so, it's like a convenient lie for everybody, essentially. And uh, once the second of the eight episodes starts, um, there's this like framing device where the main character and a representation of that witch do like commentary over the <laughs> events of the plot, <laughs> arguing back and forth about whether or not a human could have done it or whether it was magic. Um, and that like second layer really makes it because they can do these clever things where the witch is like, if I ever say anything in red text, you you can know that it's true <laughs> like, like so so like she will like say things so he'll be like well it it wasn't magic there was just like a secret person on the island that i didn't know about and and they did it it doesn't matter that everyone else has an alibi like someone else must have done it that i didn't know about and then she can say in red you know there are only 18 members there are only 18 people on the island and that would account for everybody he's like oh darn so like even the even like the second layer has its own little dr back and forth drama as as like the the battler of that second layer is trying to figure out how the events of the first layer could be possible for a human to do while all of the drama is happening in the mansion where everyone's getting murdered. Uh, it's a it's a great dynamic. Sounds fun. That oh, and wild. it's uh, it's so good. Um, I have been intentionally vague because there's like a lot that could it's easy to spoil but i think that gives a taste of it and oh yeah the i would recommend if you can get some way of playing the the version that was released on ps3 like the console version because it looks nice the, the, it was originally like a very small team that made it so the like original art is like endearing but it's like a little it's it's uh bad <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the console art, is, uh, actually the Steam Steam art is okay. I think it also looks bad. But like the the one that was released on console looks looks really nice, and the music is killer, uh, which is really nice. It's um like ensemble, like uh, not on, that's the wrong term, but it's like a, a, a various artists all contributing to the soundtrack. Um, so like you have like classical songs, but you also have like. Um, EDM artists contributing for like some of like the action sequences uh, and stuff. So really great like score to it too, which is uh, great when you're reading something that long. And and we are reading the version that has um, the Japanese voice acting. So it's also been really nice to like 
hear all even though you know we don't speak japanese of course but um it's just been nice to hear all of the characters uh, embodied in that way with a vocal performance and the vocal performances are fucking good is it um what consoles was it is it on uh you can it's on uh we've just been reading it on on a windows computer um okay. but you can yeah you can get it on steam although the steam art is only meh but Carly, I could, I could have Carly send it to if you did want to read it. I could have Carly send you the good shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the console version that's the good one. Okay, I see. I um, the PS3 I, one. I had clicked, but I don't on think it, you can get it in America. But I didn't see any other um, consoles. But I think that's probably why because it, it's not in America. Carly anyway. got it's like there's some like there's some like fan edit of it for for English that you know Carly bought the Steam version and then but we read it on the yeah edited yeah whatever but yeah that's been basically the only media that I've been consuming in months because <laughs> it's so fucking long but it's really really good and I only talked about like one of the characters but it's it's a it's a novel that really really loves its characters and knows them like inside out and a lot of the ones that like. From, you know, some episodes you'll be reading and be like, fuck Ava. Ava is the is a fucking, I fucking hate her. She's so evil. She's so mean to her son. But then in other episodes, you're like, fuck yeah, Ava, get on. <laughs> like, it really, you really see like the full side of all of the characters, especially the women, um, which is really nice. Uh, all of the women characters are really fleshed out and, and, and complicated in nice ways. That's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's my thing. Greg, you got anything? Have I ever talked about Six the Musical on this podcast? I don't think so. Uh, you've talked to me about it, I think, but I don't think, I think I was in a car with you when you told me that about it. That's probably very likely. All right, Six the Musical is amazing. I, so I tend not to see things multiple times unless they're like cheap. And yeah, Sage plays are not cheap. No. But I have now seen Six on Sage three times, and it's only wow. been out for a short amount of time. Well, yeah. I mean, we kind of kind of cut years. the kind of have to cut the pandemic out of the middle. Yep. Yeah. But the premise of Six the Musical does not sound like you should like this musical. <laughs> because it is the Six Wives of Henry VIII mm. doing a pop concert where they're vying to be the leader of the girls group that they have formed together after basically coming back from the dead. Nice. Okay. But yeah, you know, like you do. Yeah, like you do. But what the thing, what, so what the show does really, really, really well is, well, one, it is an all-woman show. Obviously, the six wives are all women, uh, but the entire band are all female-presenting people. Hmm. Nice. So there's not, there is not a male-presenting person to be seen for the 90 minutes that is this show. And the clever thing that they did with the show is they took each queen and based them off of like a pop, a really popular pop star and like wrote their song in that style. That's Uh, cute. Like that like fits with what they do. So like Catherine of Aragorn, who's the first one is Beyonce and like, yeah, Jane Seymour is Adele. And so what they do is. The people who wrote the show had such a cue into a who those pop stars are, what their style is, but also what's kind of wrong with those styles and how that mm. plays into what is wrong with the what happens with that character. Um, because like if you listen to the soundtrack, um, 
the 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 last cat. There's a lot of Catherines. <laughs> like yeah. there were not a lot of names. Some that, some dudes have a type that there were not a lot of names that they used back in royalty. Yeah, for real. Like I was listening to one thing was trying to explain all the Edwards, and I'm like, this is madness. Stop mm-hmm. calling your kids Ed. It's that simple. It's just there are other names, but they're like, no, we're going to name. Well, but also a lot Edward. of times those weren't even their names. Like, right? Yeah, it, it's like <sighs> when they ascend, they get another name, and it's yeah, so they can be whatever the fourth. It's so dumb. It's just insane. But like, you hear these things. Like Catherine Howard is a, a wife. You're like, whatever. You know, he chopped her head off. For reason, for reasons, and what they do is they play with like because her song is based off like the Britney and Christina Aguilera, but from like their early pop era where they're just over sexualized for no good reason, mm-hmm. like it, the pop, and so like in they like really take because that's really what happened to this poor girl who was beheaded at age seventeen. Woof! Yeah, for being unfaithful. Uh-huh. I she mean, was seven. Maybe. She was 17. <laughs> like the whole her whole story is super dark. But what they do is they really play, they tell the compelling stories that are more true than a lot of stuff you get out of Hamilton. Although I do love Hamilton, but like they really they keep it to like the surface levels of this is the basics of their story. And at the end you sort of have an idea of woof your lives were rough yeah (laughs) like oh boy this was not a good time period and it is just it's 90 minutes there's no intermission it is just a 90 minute rock show that you come out and you're like i learned a lot i feel mad that these poor women had to go through (laughs) all this crap um and i want to see that show again and i have seen it three times and what's interesting is I saw it when it first came here in Chicago because it was done for as a fringe show in London that was so popular it got on West End. And they toured America as sort of like a bid to go to Broadway because there was like, well, it's this fringe show. So I saw it when it first came here and only Chicago decided to run it. So I saw it there and then they got a tour out of it because Broadway was like, oh, yeah, we'll do it because we need shows. Yeah. Uh, so I saw it when it came the tour, the on the way to Broadway tour, and then it opened March 2020 Whoops. to immediately close. <laughs> oh, that sucks. And it's back. Like it was one of the yeah. first shows that came back. But when I just saw it, I just saw it this last November. I'm like, wow, this time on Broadway helped that show immensely. Oh, because nice. it's so tight. Like, oh wow, changed things. The songs haven't changed, but the stuff in between has changed. Sure. They've really tightened up the show. And I'm like, that was. And you already liked it. <laughs> I already liked it. I'm like, that was the better version of that show. Yeah. Hands down is the better version of that show. Nice. Yeah. And I would just strongly listen, like, listen to the soundtrack because it's super good and it's super emotional um, yeah. in a lot of places. But like the show, like there comes, a, there's many moments in the show where you're like, this is a happy pop concert that I've been to. And then. There are a couple of moments in the show where people are like, I should clap because that was a really good performance, but I can't clap because that was a lot right now. Because I'm outraged. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. Because the past was the worst. Yeah. I shouldn't, but I can't not because y- you 
sang the hell they, out of they, that song. They, they, they effectively performed. Yeah. yeah. You just feel a lot of things as a result. Do you have a favorite either song or character? Um, I mean, the Anna Cleves song, because Anna Cleves really did have the best deal out of all of them. Because mm. she's the queen that uh, Henry was like, Jane Seymour, my wife that I love, died, and I need a queen. So bring me all the portraits of all the famous princesses in uh. Europe. And picked one and formed a deal with Germany and then got here and was like, oh, you don't look anything like your picture. Uh, you uh, got catfished. <laughs> but, you know, didn't really? Like, she was fine. Just wasn't all made up and mm-hmm. didn't speak a lick of English because she was yeah. from Germany. Just shipped over. And he was like, yeah, so I have to get married to you so I don't start a war with yeah. Germany. But how about we get married I immediately divorce you, and then you can just have all your money in this castle. And, she gets to keep her head? And you just get to live free, rich, on your own in the castle. Deal. Yeah, and she's the, like, yeah, the sure, best, I don't, you're, the best you deal. are, I'm like 18, and you're fucking 40, and you're gross. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'll take like, this out. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny, because she became known as the sister to the court, because she would just come to court, because she had nothing else to do. Yeah. And people were like, oh, Anne's here. And she'd be like, oh, don't do that. That's a dumb mistake. And then leave. Because, like, what are they going to do? They can't do anything to her without pissing (laughs) Germany off. She she ultimately had, like, a pretty decent life of just, I get, I don't, I'm not going to marry anybody because I can't. But I can just live. She just lives it up. Yeah. I can just live here in literally a castle for the rest of my life. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Done. Her song is great, too. Nice. Yeah, that is good. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything. I was trying to think. I mean, look. Uh, I have a second thing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. I mean, that's such a bummer that my life is like, this is where I'm at. I don't even Sometimes have it'd be like that. Yeah. thing I can. Uh, you want me to just do my second thing? Sure. Uh, have y'all heard? Have I talked to y'all about Music League yet? Mm-mm. No. So, uh, the, I'm on, uh, I think it's, is it musicleague.com? I'm just going to Google it, make sure I get it right. Yeah, it's musicleague.com. Um, you can, uh, and there's an app for it too, but you can set up these little competitions between, uh, you and a group and you set up prompts uh, and so say you had them set for like a week at a time. So like prompt one, you'll have like, uh, and it's essentially like, it's essentially like fantasy football, but for music in the sense that you get a prompt, maybe the prompt will be like cover songs or whatever. And then everybody submits a Spotify link to a, a cover song that oh. they like, and then it mixes it all up and it generates a playlist. And then you vote on which of the songs you liked best. And then, as as a result, everyone ends up with a score at the end of the round. And so the rounds keep continuing. And then the next round might be instead of cover songs, maybe the next round is like oldies or something, you know, like, you you know, the yeah, themes yeah. change every round. And so uh, it's it's been a nice way to like because sometimes you, you want to find new music, but not just like whatever an algorithm <laughs> would show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's a nice way to do it with friends, especially if you've got friends uh, whose music taste uh, you enjoy. Cool. How do I do this? How do I get into this? this Wait, is we my can jam. we can make we can make a VRE one for sure. 
Um, I uh, oh, go ahead. Okay, well, I did think of something. It's it's yeah. not exactly a thing, but uh, it is relevant to patrons. So you know why not? Oh, the first thing is I did decide what to do for postcards. Yay! This oh, nice. Time. And um, they're really cool. I don't think any of them, nothing's come yet. And I don't know if I can easily show you, but there's like stickers of Whoa, cryptids. Fun. Yeah. And um, so it's just all cryptids and it's going to be really cool. And I think people are going to like it. But the other thing is, and this is the thing that's relevant to more people. I ha- have amassed so many postcards doing this because um, sometimes you can't order just how many yeah. you need. You have to order like right. a bunch. So I'm going to bring a few to PAX um, just to have in case we see anyone that that listens to the show. Um, But I'm going to start mailing postcards out to anyone who's been a patron for like over a certain amount of time. So make sure you get your address in your in there. then. Yeah. So if you um, and I'll make a post about it at some point, this might not happen until uh, the first of the year because, you know, busy. But um, once you and I think probably it'll just be like a year. I think that's fine. So anyone who's been a patron for a year will get one. And then anyone from like I said, I'll probably do it next year. So anyone from January on That's a great idea that once you hit your year mark, then I'll send you one and uh, I'll try oh, to make it, fun. you know, fun and special. And cool. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice idea. Yeah. Thanks, and ha- having them at PAX will help for people like, oh, can I get your I'm like, uh, no, I don't have anything. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we'll have, we have the business cards, don't we? Yeah, we have are we out of those? Cards. Yeah. And do we still have the trading cards? I don't know. Logan has some stuff. We have to talk. To, we have to see what Logan has. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's uh, fun. shorter, shorter app, but do you figure that's an app? I think so. Uh, if anyone yeah. is a patron and is going to PAX, let us know. Would love absolutely. To yeah, please do. Seek us out. We will be around mm-hmm. on the floor. I have not been to Unplugged. I'm assuming there's going to be a floor. There's a floor. You yeah. wander around and see. Yeah, things I'm there are on... only ceilings at PAX Unplugged. <laughs> I'll only be there for two days, but um, I think y'all are going to be there for all three. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'm excited. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.